Good morning, everybody. And welcome to this week's The Announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It is the week of July 16th, 2023. It's a big week for us here, obviously. You know, the much, much anticipated launch of the new Case Wind is here. I know it's an adjustment for all of us. We're all getting used to it. It's going to be a wonderful program, and it is a wonderful program. And each and every day we're going to learn something new. Brian and Nick continue to develop, bring new things to uh, the case wind. And uh, we're really, really happy with, uh, with the progress we've made so far. We're excited for the future. A big thanks to go out to Brian and Nick for all their hard work. I know they started uh, Friday night and have worked many, many, many hours and uh, continue to do so to uh, make sure case wind is everything we want it to be and we appreciate their work so much and thank you guys too for your patience um, with uh, last weekend and getting your case notes and being a, unable to uh, do your uh, documents on Casewind and now obviously it's open and we are thrilled with it and uh, thanks to everybody as we progress through this. Big congratulations goes out to Kayla Biggs. Kayla was randomly selected uh, to be the gift card winner. Um, Kayla was drawn out of with I think it was probably the most uh, responses to an answer I think I maybe have ever gotten here. Uh, so thanks to everybody that listens. And uh, Kayla, you're going to have a gift card coming your way this morning, so be on the lookout for that. We appreciate it. And at some point through this episode, we will um, be asking another question, and you'll have an opportunity to answer, and you'll be entered into a drawing for a gift card next week. Uh, talking about Casewind again, uh, I know we're all putting together lists and we're putting together different things that we want to make sure we get out to, to the staff and we'll have that and we'll continue to update you guys. If you have any questions at all, make sure you reach out to your supervisor first and uh, if, they're, uh, if they're unable to help or uh, is out of their expertise, then definitely reach out to the IT department and Brian or Nick we are going to definitely make sure if there's uh, things you're having trouble locating or anything like that, you can definitely reach out to them as well. So about working in the heat. We've had some hot days lately and we'll continue to have some throughout the summer. Working in the heat can be hard on the body and, and lead to multiple types of heat related conditions. Keep the following tips in mind when considering uh, visit and session locations and working with clients without air conditioning. Remember to always stay hydrated. Dehydration is a major component of heat related illness. It's important to frequently drink cool liquids that are rich in salts and electrolytes such as coconut water or sports drinks in order to replace moisture through sweating. It's also important to drink plenty of water to prevent thirst. By the time you feel thirsty, you already have lost two cups of your total body water composition. Keep a bottle of water in your car and stay hydrated throughout the day. We always talk about, and we all try, to eat healthy meals. High fat and high carbohydrate, heavier greasy foods can leave the body feeling bloated and, and nauseous. It's suggested to eat light meal that will subside hunger but not weigh you down, such as opting for a sandwich instead of a burger. You can also replace fluid and sodium losses with, with watery foods that contain salt and potassium, such as soup and vegetable juices. Fruits and vegetables are also a great source of water. Taking breaks. Breaks help employees to productive throughout mental well-being and overall work performance. Breaks also help when it's hot, when the body is unable to release enough heat to balance the heat generated by physical work and external sources. The body struggles to cool itself down. Taking a break can prevent one's body from reaching high temperatures that it cannot cool itself down from. Dress appropriately. Wear shorts. Uh, while shorts and 
Sandals are not permitted in most work settings. Breathable and lightweight materials are safe and recommended to wear while working in a hot environment. Cotton, linen, and silk fabrics work best for absorbing sweat and allowing the skin to breathe. Watch for symptoms. By knowing the, uh, the signs and symptoms of heat illness, you can better prepare to recognize them in yourself and your clients. If you or someone else starts showing symptoms, take them to a cool a room and get the person hydrated. It's important to always take these symptoms seriously as it could result in serious illness. Symptoms could include nausea, a fast and abnormal pulse, headaches, dizziness, confusion, muscle cramps, pain, or spasms. So be on the lookout for that if we're having especially sessions outside. It's very important to keep those warm houses without air conditioning. It's very important to follow those tips. Let's talk about CPR certifications. Previously, we've given out physical copies of CPR cards, but we are now moving to a digital model. Anyone who has completed a CPR class this year should be getting an email or already has an email from info at hsi.com. Again, that's info at hsi.com. That includes your dig digital certification card and your digital workbook from class. Please don't download these cards and save them on your personal work phones or iPads. Uh, we are able to download copies, so you do not need to send them to the training department once you receive your copy. If you do not receive a copy, uh, receive an email with your CPR cards within 24 hours of your class. Please check your junk mail. And if you still cannot find them, please reach out to the training department and they're going to help look into that as soon as possible. For ongoing CPR trains, you should receive your card and workbook within one week of completing the class, if not sooner. Want to emphasize that this isn't um, that this is a DCS requirement. This just isn't something that we uh, want you to do, but a state standard verification that could make the difference between life and death of the human beings we work with. If you're not CPR certified or unable to provide appropriate care for children and adults we work with in an emergency, there could be legal consequences. Please take your attendance at these CPR certifications seriously and communicate with the training department to earn your certification at the next available class. This may include traveling out of a region and or rescheduling clients. COVID had a major negative impact on the timeline of these classes, but we have been able to make the appropriate updates and implement new systems to ensure everyone is safe when attending trainings. Updated CPR mannequins are also being utilized, which have been very helpful in building confidence in staff and learning CPR skills due to the added realism. We'll continue to provide regular classes to each region throughout the year to ensure that we are within the DCS standards of staff being CPR certified. To those who are unaware, DCS standards require you that you are CPR certified within six months of employment. CPR certifications also expire after two years and working with clients uh, requires that you keep your credentials up to date. We also have a new CPR instructor, Gretchen Peterson's on board to help out with those and thank you to Gretchen. And if you have any questions about CPR, AED use, choking or anything related to these topics, please reach out to your IHBS CPR instructors who are Chelsea Zielinski. Joanna Bushgetter, Gretchen Peterson, and Samantha Owen. Going to talk about treatment plans again. Do you sometimes struggle with treatment plan formatting? Do you often wish you had some examples to follow? If so, then you should check out pages 91 through 99 of the Field Staff Practice Guide. It even offers guidance on tailoring treatment plans to your clients based on the stage of change they are in. If you have additional questions relating to how to navigate the treatment planning on new case wind, please reach out to your supervisor or the training department. I know we talked last week about this, uh, making appropriate objectives and being very specific with those objectives. So instead of saying Marcus will meet for sessions and discuss the steps he will take to gain employment, it's not very specific. You would want to say 
Marcus will practice interview skills by role-playing in session. Marcus will complete a mock job application in session for review with the provider. Marcus will apply for three jobs a week. Marcus will list the reasons he has not maintained past employment and review with the provider. And Marcus will create a plan for transportation to work until he can get his own vehicle. So obviously very two different variable examples there, one appropriate and one inappropriate. I want to remind everyone to continue to check your pay stubs. We're over halfway through the year. So if you uh, haven't been doing so, it's a good time to start. If a mistake is made on your, on your pay, it's easier to fix it immediately than several months down the road. Make sure your taxes are being taken out appropriately. I know we've heard from several people this year that they're not having any federal income taxes taken out, and that's always because of how they uh, chose to fill out their uh, W-4. So it's important to be looking at that and the different deductions. If you want to update your tax forms, all you have to do is contact anybody in the HR department, and they will help guide you through that process. Reminder, uh, company car reminders, for those who have chosen to pay for the personal use fee to drive a company car, keep in mind who is allowed to drive our company cars. From the car policy, spouses, provided they are at least 21 years of age, meet the driver requirements, and comply with all provisions of the car policy may use vehicles during non-working hours. Children or other drivers are not permitted to drive a company vehicle. The company reserves the right to discontinue or prohibit the employee's personal use for excess personal miles, poor driving record, failure to have sufficient funds to pay for the personal use or other reasons deemed necessary by the company. If you have chosen to drive a car for business use purposes only, no other driver is permitted to drive the car. Lastly, always check, uh, always make sure that you lock your car when you're not going to be present, and always keep valuables, your black box, in the trunk and out of sight. Thieves are more likely to take things they can see. All right, trivia question for this time. Let's get to it. We talked about it earlier. If you didn't hear, you can go back and listen. But how often are you required to renew your CPR certification? Again, how often are you required to renew your CPR certification? Please email your answer to Gary Emmons, which is G-Emmons, E-M-M-O-N-S, at I-H-B-S dot U-S. Again, how often are you required to renew your CPR certification? Let's get to Parent Cafe. We've got another offering. It's going to be on Thursday, July 20th, 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 day Eastern Time. The topic for the Parent Cafe this month is Summer Fun on a Budget. If you have questions about anything related to the cafe, reach out to Deborah Cooper of 812-483-8369. It's dcooper at ihbs.us. And as always, if you want to keep uh, track of the different parent cafes, you can follow them on Facebook. Just go through the search bar and type in at IHBS Parent Cafe. Follow that page and you'll stay up to date on all the future parent cafes. Also, the Recovery Community Cafe's uh, Summer Series began yesterday. So keep in mind that uh, all ages and stages of recovery are welcome to attend this eight-week uh, series that runs all the way to September 5th on every single Tuesday. Occurring on Zoom from 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 to 8 Eastern. If you have any questions about Recovery Community Cafe, um, you want to reach out to Recovery Coach Amanda Colvin at 812-583-1480. Or again, Deborah Cooper, 812-483-8369. And then we also have our staff summer self-care series continuing. For the month of July, it's called Growth Mindset. It's on Thursday, July 27th from 9 to 10 Central or 10 to 11 Eastern. 
Remember, Staff Cafe is for you. It's a relaxed, judgment-free opportunity for our staff to connect and build professional or personal vitality. It's hosted on Zoom. We encourage everyone to participate and attend. Like I said they're a really wonderful opportunity to get some extra skills, extra uh, add some extra tools to your toolbox. These are wonderful program we put together for our staff. Let's see here. I think that's going to be everything again. Remember, be patient with new case wind. It's going to take a while to get used to it. If you do have things that you're unable to figure out, you don't know where to find something, please make sure you're reaching out to your supervisor and, uh, and or the IT department. Go to your supervisor first, then IT second, and they'll make sure that we have everything in place for you to con continue to do excellent work with our families and children. Uh, documentation is a really important key. Treatment planning, uh, safety assessments, suicide screens, safety plans, all these things are so very important for the benefit of our families and we want to continue to do so. So if you have any questions at all about that, please reach out to supervision or the IT department and they'll help you out. That's going to do it for this week, guys. Thank you so much. Take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for taking care of these families and children. It's a big job. We're so happy that you've taken it on. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week.